Hello, and welcome to the Mindful Movement Podcast, where we believe that movement is medicine. I'm Naya Kalmels, and I want to help you improve the way that you move for the rest of your life. Today, we are talking about the third Pilates principle, control. So looking back at the origin of Pilates, Joseph Pilates named his practice Controlology. And as we discussed in the last podcast, Controlology wasn't just a movement or exercise practice or routine, it was a lifestyle. He truly believed that people who practiced Pilates consistently would lead happier and healthier lives. And fortunately, that system is now an international and well-known system of exercises, but sometimes the principles behind the exercises get left behind. So let's take a moment to explore control. I think the first thing that we need to recognize is that our brain controls our voluntary muscles. Sometimes we think that we only have control over the big muscles that we're used to using, you know, our biceps in our arm or our quadriceps in our thigh. There are so many muscles in the body and there are so many tiny muscles that we also can recruit when we focus or concentrate on using those muscles. Much of the Pilates repertoire really focuses on using what we call our core muscles, so the breathing diaphragm, pelvic floor, transverse abdominis, which is your lowest, deepest abdominal layer, and the multifidi muscles, which are little tiny muscles that run along your spine. So those four muscle groups have been referred to as your core muscles. In some schools of thought, they're referred to as your inner core unit. Many of our Pilates exercises are focused on engaging those muscles. In addition, it also focuses on other smaller muscles that are used for stability and balance, whether it's the smaller muscles of the shoulder, smaller muscles of the hip joint. So I think it's important that we recognize that we do have a lot of control over our body if we practice making a concentrated effort to control it. So when we practice Pilates, what often makes it different from other exercises is simply that we are controlling how we move. That means we're controlling what's moving and also controlling parts of the body that aren't moving. So the stability piece is the not moving piece, right? And the mobility piece is what's moving. And ideally, we want to have a nice balance of both. We want to be able to stabilize certain parts of the body while we mobilize others. And while we're mobilizing those parts of the body, we want to get as much range of motion as that joint and those muscles, ligaments, and tendons will allow. Fascia, let me not leave that out. <laughs> so when we focus on our Pilates exercises, and truly when we focus on Pilates as a lifestyle, we are focusing on having control of the way in which our body moves. I think it's important to note here, and I don't think this is commonly discussed in Pilates education, is it's not just a control over 
the physical body, but it's also control over your mind. So your brain is making the body move in specific ways. I think we also often forget that we're constantly getting messages from the rest of our body that go back to the brain to give us information and then we respond to that information. So it's also listening to the information we get from proprioception, right? When we touch things, whether it's with our feet or with our hands, that is information that's sent through the hands or the feet through the body up into the brain to tell us, oh, we're on an unstable surface or, oh, I'm lifting a really heavy weight or, oh, I've got to push my feet harder to the foot bar on this reformer in order to move the carriage. So it's not just the brain sending signals to the rest of the body, but also the brain listening to the signals that are coming in from what we experience in our bodies. And then being very aware of what is happening in the brain as we're getting that feedback. So sometimes the feedback that we get in the brain is, oh my gosh, why is it so hard to push the carriage? And oh, I can't lift this heavy weight. Or oh, why am I so weak? So that would be all negative self-talk. We need to remember that we have control over that too. Often we think that if we just push harder, we can lift that heavy weight. But we also need to think about how we are achieving that goal and the messages that we're giving ourselves in order to achieve that goal. Because Pilates, at least for me in the way I both practice and teach it, it is a self-care practice. Yes, it is an exercise uh, routine, but in my opinion and the way that I teach and practice Pilates, it isn't truly Pilates if you're beating yourself up while you're doing it. That is, in my opinion, a loss of control of the mind. The purpose is to do something healthy for yourself. So if you're continuing to send the messages of negative thoughts while you're doing it, you're defeating the purpose of having a happy and healthy life, which is the whole objective. <laughs> so there are many things in the world that we cannot control. I think that we can pretty much agree upon that. In the Pilates practice, we are very focused on what we can control. And we have so much as it relates to ourselves and our bodily functions that is within our control. So I share this third principle of Pilates with you today in the hopes that you can start to train both your mind and your body to help achieve the goals that you are setting for yourself to help you lead your happiest and healthiest life. That can look different for everybody that's the beauty of this life. We all let to get to lead our own unique lives. But I will ask you as you continue a mindful movement practice, Pilates, yoga, dancing, in my opinion, you can turn anything into a mindful movement practice if you follow the nine Pilates principles while you're doing it. So as you are out and about in the world, as you are practicing your mindful movement practice, I encourage you to really focus on the concept of control, both in mind and body, and how you might be able to train yourself to lead to having greater control over how you move and how you think. You can start with 
thinking about how you move, my hope for you is that as you continue to control your mind through your movement practice, you can also learn to control your mind outside of your movement practice. Because this brings us into a much bigger theme of controlling the mind for creativity, controlling the mind for positive thought, controlling the mind to create a more positive impact in those around you, in the world around you. With that, I leave you to practice control, going back to Joseph Pilates and his principles of controlology, going back to controlling the way that you not just navigate your life, but lead your life. I'd love to hear how it goes. I'd love to hear if you have developed any strategies or tools to better control the way that you interact with your mind and body. And so I'd love for you to reach out if you've got anything to share. Thanks so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you again. Until next time, keep on moving.